Welcome to episode 23 of the Shift Points Podcast. I'm Jake Freeman. I'm Jackson. I'm Logan. We're missing Wynn today, and to be honest with you, we're recording and we don't have a clue where he is. Um, it's slightly concerning, so hopefully he'll either call or text us during this and we'll know where he is, or he'll just show up. And if he does, we will pause and add him in. <laughs> um, but at this point, yeah, not really sure where he is, which makes me feel bad because I accidentally double booked you and Toby. Oh, really? Yeah, and I told him I didn't have enough microphones. And now that Wynn is not here, I ah. did have enough microphones, but I didn't know that until literally right now. So, Toby, I am very sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> it was my bad. No, it was 100% on me. We talked about you coming on, and then I talked to him, and I completely forgot <laughs> about both of those conversations. And then you texted today and said that you had notes for today. And literally five seconds after you texted, he was like, what time are we doing it? And I was like... Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I have messed up. So I texted him. I was like, dude, I am so sorry. I accidentally double booked you. <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully Toby will make it back up here uh, relatively soon. We haven't seen him in forever, seems yeah. like. so. All right. Let's get into it this week, guys. Um, racing. We had NASCAR at Darlington. We had Formula One at Monza. Uh, we didn't do any short track racing this weekend, unfortunately. I know that Eugene did, so I kind of know how he did. I know the general gist of how that went for him. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit too. Um, where do you guys want to start? I mean, we can start with the. We can start with Darlington. Start with Darlington. Okay, I'm all for it. So Darlington kicked off this weekend. Probably my second or third favorite NASCAR track. It, it's a. It's Bristol number one, and then it kind of. I'm torn between Darlington and Martinsville, and uh, Mar Darlington is just a really cool historic track. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's the whole reason why. Um, that I like it. It's just like Bristol, just like Martinsville. Some of the oldest tracks on our series are those three tracks. Um, they have some really cool history and some really you just got to be kind of a bad A to win there, to be honest with you. And so that kind of leads us into what happened last night, which was Kyle Larson. Pretty much other than Denny running the field for the first two stages, Kyle did really well. You know, oh, yeah. he, he came there at the end and that guy is so good at running the fence. Um, you guys remember that Logan is kind of getting acclimated to motorsports a little bit. So some of the stuff I'll talk about, I'm hoping that's maybe things that maybe he didn't notice or maybe it was things he didn't notice while we watched it last night. Um, but Larson is so dang good at running right against the fence. Mm -hmm. You saw last night, like the fast line at Darlington is literally like one inch from the wall. Like that is where you're going to get the fastest lap. And the, the amount of commitment you have to have to – send that car in there at 170 miles an hour on entry and then ride the wall one inch all the way around the top is frightening. I don't know how they do it. Uh, the guy is, I mean, he's one of the best in the world, period. There were multiple times in the last little bit of the race, me and dad were both just like, ah, ah. Uh, well, they oh, were no, just bouncing off we're the good. wall. Yeah. I mean, they were literally, and, and this car, so we, for years and years, the cars were steel bodied, right? Uh, pretty much handmade bodies. Everything was fabricated. Now it's a, um, it's a composite body. It's, it's a carbon fiber body that's, you know, it, it folds in and then pops right back out. So, like, it, without that, these guys would have never had it. And I think that's why that um, Larson's never won this race up till now. <laughs> because he would always overcommit just a little. He'd hit the wall and he'd have a flat tire, do something to him. And until now, he just never had the opportunity to kind of to complete it. But, man, he uh, he did it last night, yeah. uh, which, was, which was good on him. I'm glad to see it. Um, 
Any questions about Kyle Larson outside of outside of last night's race? Do you know who Kyle Larson is? Yes, like, I know who oh, Kyle Larson is. Well, I was just talking about more of his background. I mean, eh, here and there. Here and there. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, not taken away from what Larson did near the end of the race, like what mm-hmm. you were saying. Reddick was on him at the back, too. Yeah. Reddick was doing it. And he's he's another, he's the probably this other than uh, Larson, probably second best at riding the wall. Um, he won two Xfinity Series championships basically because he could ride the wall at Homestead. That was whenever we went all those years and Homestead was the last race of the season. Um, he would put it to the fence and like he would do it on lap one. He would do it all the way to the end of the race. You know, I mean, he was just, he was that committed to it. So I'm not surprised to see that. I didn't realize that neither one of them had won there. I'm not I'm as surprised about Reddick. I had thought I remembered Larson winning before last night, but he had never won at Arlington. And so to see them guys run one two is no surprise. And like I said, same thing with Reddick. I think his his problem was those steel bodies for all those years. He overcommit just a little, hit it, and KO. Game over. Um, but it was interesting. We live in a really cool era of NASCAR. I mean, last night we had the top three guys that were playoff guys. We had a Chevrolet, a Toyota, and a Ford. We had all three manufacturers, one, two, three. Um, Busher somehow does it again. He's right there. If those guys had got to racing each other and kind of messed up, which I was kind of hoping for, <laughs> he goes to win four out of the last six races if he does that. That's how you win championships. That's how you win a lot of races. You know, you're right there at the end. If someone messes up, you can capitalize on it. So um, to see all three manufacturers to be shown up, the playoff guys, when the playoffs start, they they all find another gear somehow. So those top 16, they kind of, they really, and the, there's usually like, I would say the top half of them, about eight, uh, eight of the 16, they just set it to kill and they just turn it up a notch. Then you see kind of what happened like with McDowell, um, who else, Hamlin, Kevin, they get unlucky breaks. They kind of yeah. get the the wind took out of their sails a little bit. So that, you know, th- th- momentum is everything in this sport, right? So if you when you have that and you're kind of building, you're going really hard on something, and then you have that one punch, it can really take it back. So it'll be really interesting to see how Martin, who had a terrible race the whole race, just was slow, loose end, couldn't do anything with it to see how he bounces back next week at Kansas, which he should be really fast there. He should have won there earlier this season. If I'm remembering right, he was really fast. Um, Hamlin the same way, and Kevin Kevin just got unlucky, to be fair, just like completely. Yeah. There was nothing he could have done with that pit road uh, um, that, penalty he got. That, that what is your opinion on that? I'm curious. That, that was going to be a question I had. That seemed a bit dumb to me. He mm-hmm. was. I mean, he was practically already in mm-hmm. pit lane when the light cut on. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that that should have been a full. So because I feel like without what that, happened because I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he. So what happened was is um, Kevin. They call him in to make his pit stop. He's going. He's running second. He's going to overcut the guy in front of him. Uh, was Reddick at the time. He's going to get to the pits first, and he's most likely going to jump him. He's going to go to the lead here, as. He comes in to, uh, to to go to his pit stop. The 45, for some reason, either has a brain fart or something happens, and he downshifts like he's going to try to come to pit road, and there's zero chance he makes it to pit road. He downshifts on uh, uh, on exit, and the 51 of Ryan Newman is full beans committed. Okay. He's committed into the corner, and then Reddick just slams on the brakes, basically, and the 51 spins. Caution comes out. Harvick's about... 
three car lengths from the pit no, road line. I don't even think he was that far out. You don't think he was, Honestly, that, he was closer, closer than that? Than that yeah. Could have been. Uh, I'm just kind of going off of memory here. He was really close to the pit road line. There's a commitment box on pit road. You have to have all four tires below that box uh, to make sure that you are entering pit road. Uh, if you miss that box or if you hit that box, it, you have to do a drive-through penalty. Um, so basically, he was coming on the pit road. The caution comes out, and they close pit road. When the caution comes out, as soon as it comes out, the pit road gets closed. Um, but he was already there, so he had to drive through. Now yeah. he had the option to he had the option to drive all the way down pit road, blend back in, and then come down pit road during the cycle, and he wouldn't have been penalized. But He's already losing all those spots and everything. I think Rodney just said, go ahead and pit. Let's go yeah. ahead and handle it and just see where we can kind of bounce back to. I agree. There, I don't have an answer for this. There needs to be some sort of tweaking to this because it sucks. I mean, you know what I mean? And, like, it doesn't. it's not a rule that you even worry about until you're in that situation, and then it completely ruins your race. The guy's running second. I don't know where he ended up finishing, like 20th or something. It knocked I put him back it, to 18th. Was it 18th? Yeah. I, figured, I honestly figured he lost more than that, so – uh, probably good that he at least got that much. I was pulling it up here quick. No. 19. He ended 19. up 19th where he finished. So, yeah, that sucks. That knocked me out of my pick, too. And he was literally going for the lead. I was going to win picks. And then Jackson <laughs> got in there and won. Who did you have again? I just looked at it. I should Byron. remember. Byron. Yeah, Mr. Oh, I shouldn't have picked Byron. He's going to be – he's not gonna, He's not near the front at, like, six laps good. in. And I was like, Byron will be there at the end. Don't worry. Son of a gun. <laughs> I hate being right. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the 24 looked good, too. So, it was a good race in general. That That is, like, classic. That's the other thing I like about Darlington. And it's so strange to me. I was thinking about this last night. How I can hate Richmond so much and there be that much green flag racing at Richmond. There was probably an equal amount of green flag racing last night at Darlington. Didn't bother me a bit. I still love the track. They're, they're racing so hard there and it's so narrow and you got to be so good to do it. If they could get this car to where it wasn't so aero dependent, there would be some really good passes. It would be really a, a super interesting race. Um, if we could just get this aerodynamics out of this car, I'd. I want. I'd hate to say that this car is a bit of a failure, but it's kind of a failure. It's, it's made oval racing at like intermediate tracks really good, but it ruined the racing. It's not had good racing at Daytona and Talladega. It has terrible racing at short tracks. Road course racing goes. I mean, you can go 80 laps of green flag racing. No one screws up. There's no. It, that sucks. You know what I mean? And that's three of the biggest products that we had for so many years, and now it's just not really. It takes out a good. lot of the entertainment from it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, <laughs> we look over last night when we were watching the race, and Logan's just kicked Kick back, back, full out of sleep. Didn't even know it happened. <laughs> I blinked, and it's full you know, out an hour of sleep later. For, like, for a good 20 minutes at least. He was uh, So, like, that kind of sucks because, like I said, I know this racetrack can put on really great races, and we saw a really great race on Saturday in the Xfinity race. The cars are completely different, and they were out of control. They were racing their guts out. And just like normal, Saturday just puts on a little better show, you know, than, than the Cup Series. So I don't know if um, these guys have put so much money into these cars, there's no chance of, of any sort of change anytime soon. The Sorry. one question that I've got about it is when it comes to playoff racing, mm -hmm. do you think that it takes away from a lot of the entertainment with it? Because it seems like 
it seems like when opportunities pop up mm-hmm. to do something that's going to be like, oh my God, look at that move he's made. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do it. Right. Because there's a risk of, you know, you're going to finish bad and not have good points. Yeah. You think that really takes out of it or it is can, it just the stage? It can be playoff race. I'm torn on playoff racing. I'm a traditionalist in the way that I love a, a, a normal points standing. I like start at the beginning of the season. That's why I like Formula One points. You start at the beginning of the season, you have set points, and whoever has the most points at the end of the season, they win the championship, period. That's how it goes. Does that mean that Max could lock up the championship six races early? Yep. Yes. But they work their butts off to do that. So the racer in me says those guys deserve it. They spent the money. They put in the right people. They've done all the work to get to that point. Therefore, they should win the championship. So, but playoff racing can cause drama, right? I mean, you have this elimination. Even last night, you're looking at it. Bubba's sitting there like one point to the bad right now. So, like, as these first races in each round kind of get everybody's kind of point racing. But then you, like, when we get to Bristol, Bristol's going to be wild. Like I'm, su- I'm, I'm like torn that I have to that I get to go because I'm excited to go see a race. But like, there's going to be so much stuff going on that you really have to have like TV coverage yeah. to really tell you everything that's happening and who's where and who's in and who's out and all that stuff. If you don't have that coverage, you're a little you're a little blind at the racetrack, which I would say is a problem uh, at the racetrack. But at Bristol, things are going to go nuts because people that are out, they're going to they're going to throw a hail mary and they're going to stay out longer. Or they're going to uh, they're going to pit an extra time or whatever that looks like at Bristol. They're going to do it, so it causes drama to build. So like the first race is a little less dramatic usually, but like I said, you saw last night you had these guys screwing up. You had guys like Martin who we talked about last week was the favorite. We all have Martin we all have Martin in our final four. I have the notes right here. We all put Martin in the final four. In the Mainly, very official shift points documentation. <laughs> yeah, don't let's <laughs> don't talk about my document. Don't talk about my napkin document here. Um but he has so many points going into the playoffs that he's kind of like the always oh, a sure end to the final four. Dude, they were terrible all night last night. They went down a lap. I think they might have even finished down a lap unless he saved a lap there right at the end. I mean, they were really bad. So it's like these guys that everyone was like they're a sure end, maybe they're not. And, you know, unless they come back from Kansas, you know, they could they could go out. Maybe not this round because they do have that many points. But, you know, at the next round they could they could go out. out, you know. So there's, there's drama in playoffs, and that's the whole reason, right? TV needed something. Fox gets – our, our schedule split up both Fox and NBC. Um, so Fox gets the Daytona 500. They get the Clash. They get uh, the All-Star Race. So they have, like, these all of our really big races. Now, NBC needed something that was going to draw people to come, and this playoff format kind of provided that. Yeah. This kind of a bit of a artificial drama, you know, built drama. So, so you know, it's torn. What do you think about playoff racing, Jackson? You, he's passionate about stage racing. It is interesting to find out what <laughs> I, do you think yeah, about playoffs. Like stage I'm kind of with you with the points. I don't like the, the playoff racing. I'd rather like get to the end of the season and this is how many points you have. Congratulations, you're the winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's going to be seasons where someone dominates. I mean, we had back in 2020, Denny and Kevin, they won eight and nine races apiece. That's just that's just how it goes. <laughs> you know, those guys were really good that yeah. year. The next year, they, they didn't do as well. It's just there's an ebb and flow in racing that just builds, and you just have to kind of. I think you have to live with it, but playoffs are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, they're, 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 they've been here for 
12 years or something now something like that 12 or 14 years they're not going anywhere you know so we just have to live with it and just that's why there's a lot of guys like dad my dad's bad about it and there's other guys that we go to the racetrack with that 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 hate stage racing and they hate this and that and i'm like it's here except that it's here because they're not going to change it because if they were going to change it they would have done it already look past it and let's find the the other good stuff that's going on in the sport you know i love how you uh and I know how big of a fan you are with stage racing, and you, th- and you say <laughs> things are, you know, you just don't like it at all, hate it. The the stage where things got, you know, quote-unquote entertaining or interesting to watch is when you just fell fell away from, you know, went into dreamland. When well, I anything. went to sleep because yeah. I had to work today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> labor Day is no fun if you have to labor. <laughs> yeah. everything, everything that could be considered, you know, entertain like, oh, good TV. Happened after you closed. Yeah, the most exciting part of the race did happen at the end. I mean, I got got home, showered, went to bed, and then I woke up and I had all the updates and Mm -hmm. from you and Logan and Buddy, and I was like, okay, I won the picks. All right, (laughs) that's all he looked at. That's all he cares about at the end of the day. Four forty-five in the morning. That's all I was concerned with is who won. The other part of why it ended up being so dramatic at the end versus the beginning is this is a five hundred mile race. It's one of the it's one of the top three longest races that we run in the season. Earlier this season at Darlington, when we raced it the first time, it's only four hundred miles. So things are a little bit more. People are more set to kill the whole race versus yeah. at the end right and that's why you saw everything you did last night exactly like late because, right because i mean it came down it's survival. to it it's like let's go you have to survive and we've learned and you saw a couple things sorry my core drafter yeah, but um you saw a couple things like larson's car jumping into neutral for some reason they don't know why uh reddick's car did the same thing there's this car is still a little there's question marks on some things and you don't know exactly uh, if it's going to survive, you know, we've seen last year with it being really new, there was a lot of times where there was tire issues. They would cut a tire or they, a tire would go down or whatever. So you, that's the other thing. That's why you have to watch all of it. Right. you watch the whole thing because if you had watched half that race, you'd have been like, Denny Hamlin's going to win this. He's oh, absolutely yeah. put his foot on the throat and applying pressure. No, nothing's going to stop him. And then it stopped it. You know what I mean? Just like that. <laughs> so yeah. anything else about um, Darlington? Bowman near the end. Mm, oh, good. Bowman's block. This that was, was dumb to me. Bowman or Suarez being dumb here. I'm curious I, about your it's input. It's a mix. It's, it's a, a mix because, like, the initial move, mm-hmm. perfect sense. Yep. The second bit mm-hmm. didn't need to happen. Back and to then, the when, when when Bowman blocked to the right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And then and then the way Suarez followed it up. I mean, it's it, the, the 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 duo there caused. The spin out. They did. It wasn't for sure at one fault. So I watched an interview with Bowman this morning uh, when they. I, I missed it somehow. I missed it during the race last night. But they interviewed him after he came out of the infield care center, and he said, "The 99 blocks me like that every time we're with each other." Mm. He's like, "Our crews." He's like, "His pick, his uh, crew chief the other day. We were going to the airport." flip me off so like there's there's there is an animosity between those two that i don't even think i realized existed but they apparently they don't mesh (laughs) they're water and oil right um so apparently something about that doesn't work uh and bowman believes that daniels blocks him every time they're together and uh, clearly suarez thinks that you know bowman blocks him and he did but i'm 100 with you they both were having a really good race and that's the other problem with racing is when them guys strap them helmets on, they always buckle it just a yep. little too tight. <laughs> and I don't and, think it would have been as dumb in my mind if it wouldn't have resulted in Burton 
going out. Yeah, that's fair. No, and that's a that was that's a super good catch. Yeah, because you're absolutely right. These guys are kind of jerking each other around, and they take out an innocent bystander. He was having a pretty good night running top fifteen. I mean, he even said, "I didn't really see what happened." Yep, but you know, and he's wrong place, wrong time. And that kid needs a good race. Not going well for him. He's had two terrible seasons in that twenty one car. I mean, like. There's barely even a bright spot mm. <laughs> in two seasons. Not going good. He just needs to finish some races. He's wrecked and tore up a bunch of stuff. And the kid can drive. He did really well in Xfinity. There's just something not meshing over there. I'm curious um, if they can ever get it turned around or if he's just going to end up being uh, someone that gets put to the side for a little while. Yeah. And then, you know, which sucks because he's, he's got that Burton name. His dad, his dad, Jeff, is one of the commentators mm. you heard last night. Yep. So, like, he's got the Burton heritage in NASCAR and it – it sucks to see somebody like him struggle. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah then, I'm I mean, with you on that. The one big one last night was caused just by, you know, you said that track's narrow. Mm-hmm. Very. Bush just didn't see the three wide. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason that that happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? I feel like I am missing. So, late, yeah, I think it might have been like 50 laps left. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what turn it was on. That's fine. Yeah, you're fine. But, um. Bush went to go full outside fence. Didn't oh, see that they were three yes, wide. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the three was on the outside, that's where right? Me, yeah, that's where McDowell ended up getting getting you know, KO'd, getting, basically. Uh, out. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'd forgotten that part of it. But yeah, the yeah the eight. That's and that's another weird thing. That seems like something that the spotter would have would been have let him know. letting him know yeah. about. And I don't know if. He dove it in there, and the spotter didn't expect him to put it in there, you know. So he didn't call him three wide. Yeah. That's just a racing thing. Oh though. yeah. I mean, it sucks. It does suck to see him, especially. It's really bad if you get wrecked and you also wreck your teammate <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah. process. That's bad. Uh, that makes for lose. awkward Monday morning meetings. Um, but yeah, no, you're 100 percent right about that. The, McDowell and Bell got out. Yep, because yeah. Bell got hit. Batman Bell looked like a pinball last night. <laughs> he could not get it together. He just got ran over and run into and run into everything. It was not good. That's part of it. It's part of it, but man, I'll tell you, that guy last year he went on a tear and won like every cutoff race for like three in a row, three cutoff races in a row or whatever. He's really, um, yeah, yeah. He, he's he, he can put it together. He'll he'll be okay, I think. Let's <laughs> hope. All right, Jackson. Anything else? Anything on Darlington? Anything that you dreamed uh, about? Uh, no. <laughs> anything you dreamed about from Any Darlington? Any dream no. scenario that popped up? <laughs> no, no. No. Okay. No. Cool. All right, uh, so F1 was in Monza this weekend. Logan came over. Logan and Jackson both came over early yesterday morning to to watch Monza with us. Uh, Logan, I'm going to let you lead this conversation as well. You did really good on the NASCAR stuff, so Appreciate lead it. lead the Formula One for me so and let's talk about it. That was the first actual F1 race I've watched in its entirety. Okay, so you've seen bits All and pieces, but yeah, never green flag to checkers. Never full thing. Okay, give and, me a, a, uh, a rating out of ten. Out of ten. I'll give that a solid eight for the first one. Wow. Just because just gonna, because of the stuff that was with it. I'm gonna think that it's just because it was your first race you watched. No, no I'm gonna say just but because okay. of the stuff that was with it, honestly. Okay. And I mean, I know you're gonna say, you know, high rating because it's the first one. But <laughs> with what Verstappen has done and with yep. what he did with that race. Mm-hmm. First one to win ten in a row. Yep. Ever. Period. Ever. He he Ever. Bro- Yeah, exactly. First one period. Mm-hmm. He broke the curse you were talking about. Yep. The Monaco curse. Monza mm-hmm. curse. 
Was in Monza. Monza girls. Oh. They were racing at Monza, not Monaco. I oh, know, but I thought you it was know, because, because it was he won at Monaco. No, 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 no. He won. He won Monza last year. Oh, so so like the past there. three or four guys have won. So if they won in twenty and twenty one, they DNF'd, and if they won in twenty one, they DNF'd in twenty two. Oh. So yeah, he's a he kind of broke. That. I thought it was, it was like a four. I thought it was something because he won. Uh-uh. No, no, no. It was with Monza. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up because I thought the same thing. Yeah. yeah no, you're <laughs> okay. okay. I thought yep. it was the same. Yep, but no, I I enjoyed it. I thought, I mean, I thought it was a good race. You might have seen. No, I mean, it was a good race. In general, it was the a good first race. Fourteen went, laps were a good race. Were interesting. Yeah, yeah. but then well, Max <laughs> got in front, and then yeah. it was just Max driving in circles. Yeah, I mean, and that's how it goes. I mean, that's they're just really good. I mean, period. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I yeah. mean, it's. I mean, I know it doesn't give us a lot to talk about sometimes, but. They're really freaking good, and they're not going to change anything right now for no. a little while. So, <laughs> I mean, Sainz, 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 Carlos, Carlos. I mean, he did a really good job at holding for stepping back. He did. He did for the first. That bit. guy raced his guts out for the whole fifty-one laps, and then and then it just take it took one overtake, and the race is over. It's over. Oh, yeah, it's just part of it. Like I said, that's and let's we've talked about it before. This is not anything new to formula yeah. one this is there's almost always been a dominant party like there there's been years where you might have had two people that were you know contesting for a championship 21 you had lewis and max you know you had the nikki lauda james hunt title fight that was kind of you know that was that was all back in you know in 76 there's always been this like there's always someone that's better than everybody there's always someone that has more money than the other yeah. teams it's always money right yeah. um but yeah but these guys are these guys are like they they've entered the cheat codes. <laughs> they they figured the cheat codes out for the Formula One game. I tell yeah. you, because they they're they're putting it together. Uh, Jackson, anything before I continue? You anything you want to talk about with old Maxi boy? No. He's just upset that Lewis got that five second time penalty. I know it needs eating away <laughs> at his heart. We talked about that in the group chat, but it's not family friendly. <laughs> Jackson really likes Lewis. He was upset. I don't like Lewis at all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so with you talking about teams and money and everything, mm -hmm. question that came from my dad. Mm -hmm. With the way that Red Bull's developed, mm -hmm. you know, crazy good team, crazy good engineers, the car is ridiculous. Yep. Do you think that it's purely the skill of Max, Max yes. as the driver, yes. or do you think anybody else could do anything close to what he's done this season? No, that exact same car that Max is in is finishing second behind Max. Yeah, or worse, or worse, or third, or usually fourth. worse. But it, it's not, it's not the car. Yeah. So I, it McLaren, is the McLaren's, it is the car. McLaren's but team principal said, it's it's not the car. It's not the motor, it's not the arrow, it's not the transmission, mm -hmm. it's max. If there was Perez times two, they would be no good. I think it's, I'm torn on this. It is the car. The car is very good, don't get me wrong. The car is extremely good. Max is amazing, mm -hmm. he's really, really good. I think another driver could go out there and win races in that car the same way that Max is doing it. I don't think they would do it by as much. Yeah. If that makes sense. So you don't think you don't think anybody else is putting up, you know, 12, 13 second gaps between first and second. Press had a 5 second gap between second and third. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think that I don't think that anyone else on the grid is doing that. I know there's people if if the right people watch this, they would probably be 
very, very upset, upset about me saying if that. you are please let us know please tell me how upset you are about it because i know the, the hamilton fans are going to say you put lewis in that car and he's going to do the <laughs> same thing we will debate this heavily <laughs> i just we I, will i don't know if you will i don't know man i i just think that i am very torn on this because i do believe and i've said it like this is like the fifth week in a row or whatever Everything about that company right now is perfect. Mm-hmm. Number one, period. They've got the best pit stops. They've got the best pit crew. They've got the best engineers, blah, blah, blah. All of these things, they're the best. They've got period. the best catering for their team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's. So let's think about that a little bit. They got penalized last year for going over the budget cap, right? Which means they reduced their time in the wind tunnel this year by a percentage. And I won't say the percentage because I don't remember. It was a, eight or ten percent or whatever so they're going on here and they're kicking everybody's butt with ten percent less arrow time than what they were supposed to have this year that just kind of tells you that it's that they are everybody's perfect step above. <laughs> you know and but i'm with you max is absolutely amazing i think that no one does i don't think anybody puts the gaps on them that max can do it i don't think there's anybody else on the grid because clearly red bull has no care to Red Bull doesn't care to pull a driver out and put somebody else in. And I think if they believed that someone else could go out there and run a, a second every week to max, which Perez has not done, they would have done it. They would have pulled the trigger by now, right? Because he has not had the best season. He's had an okay season. He had a couple race wins at the beginning. It looked like he might go and put it to max. He might contend for a championship with max. But it just it's just not happening. It's no. not gonna happen. You know, he's gonna he'll probably finish second unless he just falls apart again. Um, but there's no way no way to catch Max. Um another thing that we saw, I wanna talk to you specifically here. So with Hamilton's with Hamilton's penalty. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> I'm just I don't mean that way. It's it's just because it's know, geared just it's kidding, just because kidding. it's geared towards Hamilton <laughs> and I wanna talk to his biggest fan real quick. So with with the penalty that he incurred, A, your initial thoughts when that happened were, ha. <laughs> <laughs> He's ah. off the road. Um, do you think Ask that's just, my second thought. You want to you say that right now? Ha. Just ha-ha? Ha, what's ha, your third? Ha. What's your third? Part? Oh, you know what <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you think that's just a product of... The way Hamilton drives, or was that a duo thing? No, or it's he's he's dirty. Yeah, he's dirty. Which I'm fine with rough racing, not dirty racing. That's your. I mean, that it didn't look too bad from an untrained eye. It looked like somebody was trying to you know get good position to hit that turn, and things went wrong. But yeah, I guess to somebody who you know suggests them backwards and there's cut them hard. Yeah. Do you want my opinion now? <laughs> oh, sure. If you have one on it, go for I it. I do. I do have an opinion. So I do believe that in general, Lewis does have some dirty, for lack of a better word, tendencies. I think that was somebody that was used to being a really good car, and he was digging. That's and chilling he, in like and seventh And he wanted now. it, and the car didn't provide it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just overdrove it. I mean, he drove above his head. I mean, that's just, I, that's what I think. And the reason I think that is because he went over to Oscar afterwards and apologized. Said, hey, yeah. man, I screwed up. You don't see Lewis do that a whole bunch. He's not really great at apologizing, to be honest. And if it had been Max, I don't think he ever goes over and says anything to no. him. Um, I think he might have just been like, hmm, it's racing. I think Lewis is, he extended his contract to 2025. 
So he's got he stayed with Mercedes for two more seasons. They've committed to him for two more for seasons. Probably a bajillion and a half dollars. It was a, no I, money I didn't we want to talk see about. the number, but it, I'm sure it wasn't cheap. <laughs> um, I mean, he's still still seven time champion. You, you know? probably won't find the number. They released his 2018 contract in 22. Yeah, they, so I don't it, think they they don't normally publicize the numbers like they do in baseball yeah, I mean, it's and stuff. Worth, it's worth a look. Why oh, for we'll sure, see. do it. Yeah, check we'll it. See. Um, but yeah, the um, they've committed to him for two more seasons. But I'll tell you, Lewis is kind of floundering. Like I said, he went so many years committed and doing so good and being so fast that I still don't think he's fully. Um, He's not fully ready, or he's not. His mind doesn't comprehend that his car can't do what he wants it to do anymore. Uh, that's kind of what I think. Mm. So it says reports from French outlet Twenty Minutes suggest mm-hmm. Hamilton's new contract would be worth <clears throat> two hundred and seventeen point eight million dollars across two years. Holy smokes! A hundred and five. Million dollars a year for, for a man who's what's he gonna do? How's that's, he gonna well, live that's pretty off of that? That's pretty close to what his last contract has. How's well, he's got, he's got how's like, he gonna live off he's got that, like, guys? I'm worried, he's about got like him. seven houses. So, I mean, that's that's really just mortgage. <laughs> I'd hate to see the man have to get rid eight. of some assets, man. I mean, I mean that would be disappointing. See, you gotta hit double digits with that. Before I'm worried do, about like, him, guys. If you guys, if anybody knows Lewis Hamilton and would like, I'd like to talk to him and make sure he's okay. Yeah, I know. I mean, for what it's worth, I don't really like him, but I'd like to talk to him too. <laughs> I'd like to. What would? How would Jackson act if he met Lewis Hamilton? I, and, and Lewis had watched this and knew how much Jackson so if disliked he, him. If, if Hamilton had watched this and knew how much Jackson disliked him, the second that he walks through the door, it's one of two things. It's either, a why are you here, <laughs> or, your eyes are gonna light up and it's. Hi. I think hey. I think Jackson clams straight up. So? I think he just locks up like a <laughs> like a like bad you. motor man. I'm telling you, I, I mean, would if I sit here and talk trash about somebody and then Lewis Hamilton, the one of one of if not the greatest Formula One driver that has ever said in a seat. He got, he got knighted for a reason. <laughs> Literally is knighted. If he it's walks to the door, I'm gonna like crawl under this table, man. I'll just tell you. <laughs> so I'm gonna hop up. I'll give him my chair. I'll go sit in the bed of the truck. I'm going to shake his hand. I mean, come oh, yeah. on, man. Like he, like I said, I don't care what, what you think about the guy. He won a whole bunch of races oh, yeah. more than anybody else. You'll take a selfie with him, but the only caption oh, is the middle finger emoji. That's, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you do. <laughs> oh, man. This is pretty cool. I don't it's, like this guy. It's cool. It's fun to dream, you know, that, that oh, yeah. Lewis Hamilton would walk into my dad's shop in Marshall, North oh, Carolina <laughs> to talk be, to us be, about it'd, racing. It would be a much cooler dream to think about, like, shift points going to... Australia, you know, going and going and we're, saying we're, hello. We're still committed to this. I don't know if any of our Australian friends are joining this week, but man, we are committed. If there is an Australian billionaire that would like to send us to Australia to film and video and go look at cool cars and things like that, Shift Points takes on Bathurst is still oh yeah on the vision board next weekend. Bathurst next weekend. <laughs> yeah, if you want to pay you. for it next year, we'll come to Bathurst. Oh yeah, I think I think you got to pay. We it have back. to you make sure here, we though. have to make sure that we watch at least a good majority of Bathurst next weekend. Yeah. Because that's how we get them back. We draw them back in by making, giving stupid opinions <laughs> yeah. on, on a race opinions that we that know mad. little to nothing about. <laughs> um, so back to um, back to talking about Max for just a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we talked about a little bit yesterday with you know this. It's our general opinion that as long as Red Bull is as good as they are mm-hmm. team wise, that Max is pretty much there to stay. Yes, yeah. borderline guaranteed. If if and when that happens, 
Where do you think he goes next? Where do you think he'd be a good fit if he if he leaves F one? You think he's no. just not going to race? Oh, you're talking about, oh, oh, I thought you were talking about another Formula One no, no, team. No, no, no. Okay. no. You're talking about outside. Be, of I think it? I think it'd be cool to see him like in enduro. Yeah, I think Max, that's a different mindset. That's we're I, sitting in this car for the next four hours. That's true. I, I would like to see that. I could see him doing some, maybe some endurance stuff, some like Lamar, or maybe coming over here to Daytona and things like that. That would be cool. Mm. Um, the the twenty four hour race, okay. Daytona. Sorry. Okay. Um, I don't think he does any NASCAR. He doesn't no, have any interest no, no, in it. No. I don't think. Um, but I think well, something I would really like to see him do is is rally race. Ooh. It's dangerous, and I don't know if he'll do it because he doesn't he doesn't need to. He no. doesn't have to. But I would. It would be really interested to see him. Uh, do some rally racing because those guys are they're they're missing a fuse man those they're, they're rally guys are animals <laughs> they're crazy man. they're absolutely nuts when you when you watch those end cars of them going through those like dirt forest roads and the trees are going by and it looks like there's like a thousand trees going by a no. second because they're going so fast and they're driving not by vision but by the number the guy next to by the screening. dude in the passenger seat yeah yeah you made the joke about it last week, flying down a country road at 105 miles an hour, and the dude in the back seat's giving you hand signals on how yeah. to turn, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm in a ditch. Guys, <laughs> talk for a second. I have a rally story I have to tell because uh, it's the funniest yeah. thing. I just have to find it real quick. Um, we like story time. So, there, oh, there's when. Oh, oh, remember this? There's 38 minutes. 38, 20. When are you alive? <laughs> I can't hear it. Put him on speakerphone. Hold what on, hold on, hold on. We put Eugene on here. Hold on. Say it again. I thought it was Sunday. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I was wor- we were worried about you. I didn't care that you didn't show up. I was just concerned you were alive. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that totally forgot it was monday that's what you get for taking oh a day gosh. off of work you looked at everything day in group chat. and i was like oh like i saw your missed call and i was like oh no <laughs> you, well you made it so till, you made it to five o'clock on the monday before not realizing it was monday so well done i know didn't no, waste the entire well, day geez. yeah God, did you already do the podcast we're, we're in it right now <laughs> oh my gosh so this is recorded then. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, it oh, yeah. Is. <laughs> you're, going, you're going on the internet just like <laughs> you, Gene. Everyone. It's All okay. my fans out there, I want to. <laughs> the three of you. Yeah. Comment if you miss when. All right, man. Uh, no worries. I just right, wanted to make sure you're okay. Call him back yeah, for pics. I am. Darn it. Sorry, guys. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. All right, man. Talk to you in a minute. All right. Bye. <laughs> how does somebody uh, how totally um, forgot i get, I get it when i take a day off work i'm like oh what's today dude when i go oh. on vacation i lose track of what oh yeah quick yeah no that's completely so, fair that's fine i'm glad when um checked on us he's alive Wins also we were like very the rest. concerned he was not <laughs> yeah. alive Wins also like the rest of us he burns <laughs> the candle at both ends and he tries to figure out how to light the middle of it he and yeah. usually he does light it that dude so. has more going on than than me and i have a lot of stuff going on sometimes seems like so this is a story about a rally driver and i'm just going to read this story because it's the funniest thing my old roommate seth that i've talked about a few times the one that got me into formula one he sent me this a long time ago and I gut laugh at this story every time. No. So I'll just quickly read this because it's hilarious. Uh, top British rally driver Mark Fisher today found himself at the center of a storm of controversy. After confessing that he had absolutely no idea what his long-term co-driver, uh, Gineth Davis, was talking about during the races. 
It had been assumed that co-drivers were adding pace notes, a series of instructions describing how to negotiate the road layout ahead, but Fisher claims the notes are, quote, total nonsense, and that he has simply been humoring his co-driver all these years. It's just gibberish, he said, but the regulations say that there must be two people in the car at all times during the race, and Ginneth was a good mate, so I always just took him along for the ride. <laughs> Davis is reported to be furious at Fisher's statement and maintains that they were equal partners in the team, but Fisher has been quick to dismiss this. Oh, come on, he said. I mean, 55 left, stop, two, half roll, minus breaking into K right, 90, maybe an absolute crest, 500. What the heck am I supposed to make of that when I'm flat out over a jump sideways at 90 miles an hour? <laughs> this is not the first time that Fisher has been courted controversy over the role of co-drivers. <laughs> Get ready for this. In, 20, in 2009, after finding himself without a co-driver for the rally in Finland, he kidnapped a homeless man and forcibly <laughs> strapped him into the passenger seat to ensure that the two people in each car rule was complied with. The stunt came only to light when onboard footage taken during the race revealed that rather than reading the pace notes, the Finnish co-driver was in fact screaming the words, Oh, sh over and over again, occasionally intercepted with other phrases, including watch out for that house and slow down, you mad bastard. <laughs> I have to believe some of that. But man, isn't that the greatest story you've ever heard? <laughs> Can you imagine somebody forcibly kidnapping a homeless man and strapping him into his rally car and just busting across the country? The race, side he's got tape. And, and a hammer. <laughs> and hey, are you ready? Don't ask questions. Oh, man. Mark oh Fisher, you're our hero of the week, man. Oh, my God. Is he still racing? I don't think so. I that story was so. is many years old now. Oh, he's, defi he's definitely an old man now. I hope this man is in his 70s still trying to kidnap him. This is him, people. though, if you'd like to see a picture of him. That's amazing. Like he, of course he's finished. That's the smile of the guy that kidnaps Yeah, people. for sure. I kid, <laughs> you know, he's finished. Kimmy was finished. Can you imagine Kimmy Raikkonen kidnapping a homeless man and strapping him into a rally car? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can see that. And Kimmy has one or two too many drinks, and he's like, all right, here we go, and just goes and grabs somebody. <laughs> throws him in the right, here we go. He spins a crazy man. <laughs> no, but sorry. I'm so glad that that story came up because I it's Dude, maybe my all-time favorite racing story, period. Thank you, Mark Fisher. You're awesome. Oh my God. Whew, sorry you, for that little no, sidetrack there. I mean, we're still we're still on topic. We're still yeah. talking about yeah. racing. Yeah. Do you do you really think that like you think you really think Max's skill set would go well over in rally racing? I think Max's how? skill set goes well in anything that he gets in a steering wheel. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think he. And we talked about it yesterday. His dad bred him to be what he is. Yas never became world champion. He was going to guarantee that his son did it, and dang if he no, didn't do it. He's I mean, he's job. going like he's got two in a row now. He's going. He's basically locked up three. Yeah, he, he he's just he was made to be a Formula One. He was made to be a driver. There's a videos out there, and you can look it up on Facebook of Max and like this tall, probably twelve, and the interviewer basically asks him. Yeah, what condition? Short, twelve-year-old. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, all right. So eight, yeah. whatever. This height would contemplate whatever. Yeah. Anyway, he's however old that he's about this tall, and and for those that are just listening, like I don't know. He's he's showing us like forty-five four feet, inches or so. I don't know. It's a guess. Anyway, um, 
so the, the interviewer asked him, and he's like carding at that point. He asked him, he said, Max, you know, wet conditions out there today. Do you prefer driving in the wet or do you prefer driving in the dry? And Max basically looks at him and he goes, I just like to drive. <laughs> and I was like, man, that tells it all. Like right there, that's yeah. him. Doesn't matter the conditions. Does, does, he don't care. He just wants to get in there and absolutely destroy everybody. And he does. I mean, well, it's like someone asked him, it's like, what do you think the secret is to, to coming in first in the championship? He said, I, I think we need to win all the races. Win them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finish, finish first. Finish and first. The, 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 the people at that Sky Sports that interview him crack me up because there's always this one lady that catches him like on his way to the grid. And she'd be like, Max, how do you think, what do you need to do today to win? And he'd be like, cross the finish line first. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's got a point. <laughs> he's right. So That's you know. the easiest way to break down how to win a race. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know how well, and I could be just talking from pure ignorance here, but I don't know how Let's well do. it would uh, it would translate to NASCAR, just because that's to NASCAR. Yeah, I mean we've seen guys come over here and not do as well. I mean, uh, like we've had form, we've had Formula One drivers that come over, and it's it's just different. It's, it's so different. Yeah, it's a huge separation. The machines are wildly different, and it's a different like it's when, a different racing style. When we go to the track. We'll get in a stock car, and then we'll Sick. get in a Formula One car, and you'll, and while that's completely elementary because we have absolutely no skill set, right, yeah. to go with racing really, other than just the little bit that we've done on video games, or whatever. Open wheel cars, but you will drastically yeah. see the difference in a stock car and a Formula One car just by going on the track. Yeah. Because I mean, we did it. I mean, when went the other day and did the track, uh, the the intro class, and we had some extra time, and they let us race the Formula One car, and we'd raced stock cars before, and it's. I mean, your braking is like if you could graph it out, like in a stock car, you're going to you're going to kind of like gradually apply brakes, and then you know it's going to go to like let's say like right here, and then you're going to kind of drift off, or you might even trail brake a little. Formula One, it's like this: you spike and you go way up here, and you're on there for like a quarter of a second, and then you go back down here and you just downshift, and and it's just completely different. Like you said, you're you're relying on the downforce, which we talked about. The mm -hmm. cup cars are more relying on that now. But you're relying on the downforce so much more because you have hundreds and hundreds of pounds more downforce on a Formula One car than you do on a stock car, you know. So yeah. it's it's wild, you know, drastically different. It'd be interesting to see, but I agree. I don't think he's ever when Kimmy came. When Kimmy raced at Watkins Glen last year. He had a good run. He was going to finish probably in the top ten. He gets caught up in a in a wreck that really yeah. wasn't his fault. He was going to finish top ten probably. Um, well, we ain't never seen nobody do what Shane Van Gisbergen did the other day. You know what I mean? And but. He came from V8 supercars where they're as close as you can be without being the same, yeah. right? There, there's definitely drastic differences between the two cars. Don't get me wrong, um, but there's a there's a lot more overlap than there's ever been like in the history of ever. So, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Good. Yeah, pretty good. We answered some questions for you today. Pretty Did good, you yeah. like the answers? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Me, I'm trying to make sure that I, I hit the points that I wanted to hit here. Okay. Logan's so official. Yeah. He wants to be invited back because he, he brought notes. And I like, did. He, he just led the podcast. As I told well. you guys that I was going to let Logan start hosting. I told you guys that I was going to be prepared this time. You host it. You make a show sheet. I'll go over there and just talk instead of having to do all that stuff. How's that sound? <laughs> oh, nice. There's a job offer. <laughs> your show. It's, it's your our show. show our show. <laughs> and if you can take the work off me, I mean, I'm glad to do it. <laughs> trying to. I'll, I'll also think of ways to. Get uh, Mr. Talking engage Jackson to into yeah. talking. I tried a couple times, but I got. Oh, you did pretty good. Yeah. He talked more this week than he has in a while. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add, man? Like, 
We doing picks? Oh, we should do picks. Uh, yeah, so we're going to Kansas this week. Um, we'll do our picks. Uh, Jackson won, so he gets to pick last. Mm-hmm. Win picked. Uh, win lost. He bless his heart. He's he's had some had some losers. That's for sure. Um, I want to look up the finishing order here. So yeah, it's Win, then me, Toby, but I haven't talked to Toby, and then Jackson. So um, I'm gonna call Win back real quick. All right, guys, bringing in Win here. Hey man. Hey man, what's your pick for Kansas? Oh no. <laughs> you lost hardcore, so you get to pick first. I know, I saw that. <laughs> uh, for Kansas, we go Chris Boucher. He's been running good. Man, I I like that pick. Solid. Okay, cool. Okay, back. All right, so right. good. Thanks. Thanks Bye. Good pick. Chris Busher. I like that pick, honestly. Um Uh I'm next, is that right? Yeah. We should have made you make a pick yesterday while you were there, Logan, so he could have seated you a little bit. Yeah. Did you make a pick for today? I did. Okay. Good. I knew he did. did. So let's see here. I, I could tell. Logan's too prepared not I to. I came prepared today, man. Kansas pick. Uh, uh, Win picks. Busher. Chris B. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Reddick. And not bad. He looked good yesterday. He looked good, and they have won this race. They won both of the Kansas races last year. Uh, the 45, which was Kurt Busch at the time, and then Bubba won the second race. I think one of them wins this race and locks himself into the next round, I think. Yeah. Jackson? Michael We're going to let him pick last. Okay, okay. <laughs> I believe I'll have uh, Kozlowski. Kozlowski. Those guys have definitely found something because they don't just – you don't just – turn it on as good as they have this fast i don't think but you know anyway all right logan so i'm gonna go with byron byron i'm a, I'm a, I'm a scalp jackson pick. class pick that's a very solid pick. Like, i don't yeah, think he's you have winning any. in the championship right now with points okay yeah. so it's like that safe pick I feel like that's pretty solid yeah know? no that's a very solid yeah. pick i think you'll be fine <laughs> if anything shows up for me and win we, we really pick like we either win picks or we're dead last. There's not really a middle ground for us. It's not not really a good one. I wouldn't care to be wrong on this one because I don't particularly care if the 45 or the 23 moves on, to be honest. But if they do, fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys happy? Yeah, pretty good. It was a good one. Good conversation this week, guys. I appreciate Logan for coming on. Thank Again, you. Thanks for having me. Nice one. Good follow-up. Jackson? Jackson's just ready to My go, ears I hurt. Guess. I'm hungry. My ears hurt. All right. Thank you guys very much for joining. If you guys haven't done it, click that subscribe button when it pops up. It's a big deal, and it helps us out a whole, whole bunch. We've crossed over into 800 subscribers, which is pretty amazing to think that there's 800 people interested in what we're doing out there. You know, hopefully there's we a lot need, more than that. We need 800,000 more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, 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 uh, we got to break up our goals a little bit, Jackson. We need 80,000 more. Okay. All right. 80,000 more. We need more. at least 200 more. At, the at least 200 would be really would be really great. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so click that subscribe button. It's really important. Uh, follow us on social media. The, the three of us have been working on the Galaxy and doing some different stuff out there, and we've been putting it up on social media. And We're kinda, doing some more tomorrow? Doing some more okay. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Got to get on it. Before so. me and you go to the big city on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to go to Charlotte Wednesday. I'm so mad at you guys. Kill two days worth of... Yeah. Of work time. I'm so that mad happens. at you guys for this that. Is, I should have thought about this when I bought these tickets, but I didn't. So what do you do? All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.